Therefore, I deliver to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, and he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures. I have just read for your hearing, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3, and that truth that Christ died for our sins, he was buried, he rose again the third day, it still has significance for mankind today, as stated in Psalm 117, chapter, verse 2, the truth of the Lord endures forever. Welcome to the Journey Home Outreach Ministries Bible Study. This is Message of the Bible, Lesson 21. I am Elder Fayer, teaching for the Messages of the Bible series. For those of you who are not, who are new to our Bible study, these Bible studies not only tell stories of the Bible, but also the messages for us within these stories. In this Easter Bible study, we're going to look at something that we don't seem to see, hear, understand, or even consider much in our Easter messages, and that is the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As with all of our Bible studies, there will always be a focus point. Our focus point for this lesson is the word power. When we hear the word power, it immediately radiates something in us that is not immediately understood. But as we settle down and submit to the Holy Spirit within us, we begin to understand that it means having dominion, authority, and control. This is exactly what was demonstrated on the cross at the crucifixion and at the tomb, the resurrection. We can't begin to address the power of the resurrection until we address the power of the cross, that dominion, authority, and control that was demonstrated. We think of Jesus hanging there on the cross and we just see him as helpless. Far be it. Listen. In Luke chapter 23, 42 and 43, as Jesus used his saving power on behalf of a thief that was hanging on the cross beside him. Observe his control. Jesus was not thinking of his own suffering, but instead he was focusing on the fact that someone believed that he was who he said he was, the Son of God, the very thing man was crucifying him for. Then and there, he exercised his power to save. This is the thief on the cross talking to Jesus. And he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. When I picture Jesus Christ hanging down and dying on the cross, the free gift of God's grace through him, Christ, him reconciling us all to himself, all who believe and repent. I am also reminded of God's grace, something we don't deserve being given to us freely. It's the free gift of God 
to perishing man and woman, to all who will be. Thank you, Lord. When Christ bore our sins on the cross, the true meaning of the mercy and grace and righteousness that still works today to change the lives of men and women all over the world will reveal. This is because there is saving power in Christ's cross to transform any life and to change the world for all of those who will be. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the truth that Christ died for our sins on the cross is revealed right in the scripture. For it says, For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Just think about that for a moment and picture yourself as being the righteousness of God. Wow. You don't feel a little overwhelmed by that, then you don't get it. Take some more time to think about it. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when God looks at us, he looks at us through Jesus and he sees us as his righteousness. That's so powerful. Think about it. Think about it until you get it. In most of our traditional Eastern Methodists, we tend to concentrate on Jesus' birth, death, and death and resurrection. These aspects of the Eastern message are most important because within them lies our salvation. But when we look at our focus at Easter time, we seem to have gotten immune to this message. Our focus seems to be on colored eggs, Easter baskets filled with candies and all sorts of presents, the Easter bunny, wherever that came from. Oh, and don't forget the parade of Easter frocks, what I'm going to wear. There are people who literally stay home on Easter Sunday morning because they don't have a new outfit to wear. My shoes don't match with my purse. My purse don't match with the outfit. So I'll just stay home today. Anyway, there will be too many children running around. And there are the children who are so excited about the gifts and the Easter baskets and the Easter egg hunt until the service is totally disrupted and the message just doesn't get through. Considering the spiritual state we're in, both individually and collectively, this Easter, we want to redirect our thoughts and concentrate the power of the resurrection. So I want you to listen very closely. The first thing we must realize is where the ultimate power that was given Christ at the resurrection came from. Let's take a look at scripture and see. In Psalms, the 62nd chapter, chapter, 62nd chapter, verse 11, we hear David as he waited patiently on God. He says, God has spoken once. Twice I have occurred this, that power belongs to God. That is the first thing we must remember. All the power that was given Christ, given Christ came from God Almighty who created the entire universe. Therefore, for us to have a personal relationship with Christ, 
must surpass all else that we encounter in our lives. We must always keep this at the forefront of our minds as we remember, as Peter referred to us, we are pilgrims and strangers. As we pass through this world on our journey home, we must not get sidetracked by the things of this world. I love the name of this ministry, that journey home. We are passing through this world, and we must not get sidetracked by the things of this world. Let's listen to Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 through 11. As Paul, who called himself a servant of Jesus Christ, as he spoke of righteousness to faith. Listen. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yeah, doubtlessly, I count all things but laws for the excellently of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the laws of all things, and do count them as dumb. So look up that word dumb. He said he lost all things, but those things he counted as dumb, that he might win Christ that he might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable to his death, if by any means that I might attain unto the rising again of the dead. And until we can think like this, we have not gotten it. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain women with them came to the tomb bringing spices they had prepared. Now, they didn't quite get it either. Because when these spices that they were bringing to the tomb, it was to be used on a dead person. Let's continue. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were gathered, perplexed about this, that they were greatly perplexed about this. That whole two men stood, stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed themselves to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. But it's risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still alive? Saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again? And then they remembered his word. Then they returned from the tomb and told all of those things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Brianna, Maybe the mother of Jesus and the other woman with them who told these things to the apostles. And that word seemed to them like I'll tell. Well, they didn't really get it either. And they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. And stooping down, he saw the linen cloth land by themselves. And he departed, marveling to himself. And what had happened. Now we hold two men 
were traveling the same day to a village called Emmanuel. This was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together all these things which had been happened. So it was why they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself grew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so they did not know him. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem and have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, what thing? So they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth was a prophet, mighty in deeds and words before God and all the people. And how he and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to, the, to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Beside all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they did not find his body. They came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found just as the women had said. But him... They did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. It came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened. And they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. May our eyes be open also and come to know him, just as the disciples did, because he is risen. He's risen just like he said he would. And he sits at the right hand of the Father, and he intercedes for us. Happy Easter. Go out today and enjoy the celebration. And please join me for our next Bible study where we will discuss the power Jesus gave us before he left this earth. And he did give us power. And we need to know that power and how to exercise it. And this is how this is what we are going to study in the next Bible study. So until then, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And may the Lord give you peace. Amen.